It's time for you to look inward and begin asking yourself the big questions. Who are you? And what do you want? The greatest illusion of this world is the illusion of separation. You can't wait around for someone to help you. You have to help yourself. Hello, welcome to the Panacea Concept. Today is a news-based episode, so that means it is a uh, potentially censored-based episode. I do two types of episodes. One is the health-based episode, and this one is the other, is the news-based episode. So what's going on in the world? Um, my opinions, my perspective from being a health coach, uh, integrative health practitioner, um, my opinions are my own, and uh, and from also studying life coaching and psychology and, and whatever else I decide to study, what, what's my perspective. Um, I do this so that we can move the conversation forward, so we can have a conversation, so we can learn to talk to each other um, is the goal. Um, I think it's going to be a process of more and more people uh, normalizing conversations and thoughts, but this is my effort. I can only, you know, do what I do. There we go. I, I normally say profound things like that in the beginning of the episode. So um, anyway, but what I mean by that, I can't really um, do uh, change all of society immediately. So what I can do is I can contribute to the idea that um, that I the ideas that I think are are important. I can move those forward in my own way, my own uh, way, which is may seem insignificant, but it's not. A lot of times we think we have less impact than we actually do. And um, I think my, um, I, I think that's one of the big lessons that I've learned over the past year or so. Let me adjust the camera. I think it's pointed up. Anyway, um, is that more people are paying attention to you than you think think. Um, no, I'm not just talking about the FBI and NSA and all the uh, spy spying that goes on with Facebook and all those um, tech companies, but I'm also talking about your network, the people who are surfing your social media, the normal people, not the, um, the uh, spies. But uh, yeah, more people are paying attention to what you do than you realize. And um, and yeah, and, and out of the blue, sometimes people will just uh, be like, hey, I've been watching your stuff for I don't know how long, um, and and they'll ask a question. And I'm like, what? I have never seen any of, I've never seen you interact with anything I've posted. That kind of thing uh, happens a lot more than you would think it does. So, um, so anyway, hello again, everybody. So let's get into today's podcast, which is the topic of equity. I call this episode Racism. Thy new name shall be equity. Uh, I think that's a first thing that popped in my head and I think it was appropriate. So um, what's being promoted right now is the idea of racial justice, of equity. You hear these terms being used over and over again lately. So it's it's a these are new terms. These are new buzzwords. These are new um, language tools, linguistic. These are new linguistic tools. You'd think I would remember that from doing neurolinguistic programming. Anyway, that word. So this is another word that's being used as a linguistic tool to manipulate people. This is literally the game that politicians are trained in. 
is how to use language to manipulate people. Um, neurolinguistic programming is supposed to be used positively, but there is a negative side to it. Like anything, like any tool, can be used inappropriately, and politicians use language inappropriately to manipulate people. Um, they say uh, a half-truth, or they, they frame questions or answers in ways that lead you towards uh, the incorrect uh, conclusions, the illogical conclusions. Uh, we've seen that a lot over the past year with the um, planned <laughs> pandemic. Um, and I wonder if that even throw, threw off whatever searches my podcast or audio. But anyway, um, so we've seen that a lot. We see, hey, this isn't gain-of-function research. We just manipulated the virus to gain uh, new new uh you know abilities well uh that is gain of function they're like no no it's not no no matter how many times people tweet it this is fauci this is my uh bad fauci impression i could do worse uh no i uh, i can never draw uh when i want to the the fauci accent i believe it's it's a jewish accent a new york jewish accent i think i think mel brooks would play like if, if Mel Brooks was still doing comedies and, and writing, I, to my knowledge, he isn't. I think Mel Brooks would do a great job of making fun of Fauci and like like really putting into context and, and putting truth back in comedy because uh, that I think that's pretty absent, at least in the mainstream. Anyway, um, so we see this idea being used over and over again, equity, equity, racial justice, climate justice even, um, and we should, <laughs> I mean, it's so obvious uh, now to me, but if you're, if, you're in, if you're in the misinformation bubble, which many people think they're in the, uh, in the, um, you know, the good information bubble, uh, when they're listening to the CDC or the... Uh, uh, current administration or anything like that. Many people still think they're get they're getting the truth and that these people want to help you. Uh, but there's uh, there are glaring holes, glaring plot holes in this uh, narrative. So climate justice. So now the planet warming up is uh, caused by racism. Um, the all our problems that we have in the U.S. Uh, is now blamed on white supremacy. Very weird. Um, to Okay, here's, here's a test. Here's how you know if something is racist, um, because generally people are a bit confused on this topic. Um, and that's if, if, you, if what you say can be applied to every color or race um, or, or gender, uh, does it sound racist to you then? It may, it may not, may, may sound racist. So for example, if uh, Biden said black supremacy is the biggest threat to um, the U.S., would that sound racist? Too many people, that would suddenly sound racist. If he said Chinese supremacy um, is the biggest threat to the United States, would that sound racist? Remember, this was a year when the news, or last year, I believe they're still doing this, but 
Anyway, this was a we we've already seen a whole year where you couldn't say China virus or Wuhan virus because that was suddenly deemed racist. Although we can say Middle Eastern respiratory syndrome, we can say Zika, which I believe there's a place called Zika. We can say Ebola, which is also named after a place I believe as well. Um, all these viruses are named after specific locations where they originate. So not really racist unless you. Um, are fed this lie and this perspective over and over and over again, um, then it becomes suddenly racist. So um, I'm not immune to this. I grew up with this misinformation bubble for a very long time. I just recognized from a pretty early age because of my health conditions um, that I was in a misinformation bubble or it's either I'm in a misinformation bubble or everyone's not very smart as they should be in the um, you know 1990s to 2000s. Why are we still so um, just in the Stone Age when it comes to our own bodies and uh, in our own minds? So, um, so I was open to that. So I, uh, I'll uh, do a confession. I was tricked. I was tricked on uh, several things. So uh, with this racism thing as well, I thought that uh, you know white supremacy was a was a big problem. I thought a lot of white people were racist. Um, I don't anymore, and I realized that I was uh, manipulated. And uh, and I've actually apologized to uh, my uh, Caucasian or white friends uh, to say, you know what, like a few years ago, I said this, and I realized that was wrong, and I realized I was manipulated, so I'm sorry. So that's what I said. Um, because uh, one, for me, to, for me to own up to my mistakes, I think that's very important for us to do, to be uh, to have integrity, and if you never, if you never admit to mistakes, I don't think you're doing anything. Either you're in a coma, or you're not uh, being honest with yourself. So, um, so yeah. So let's let's say that. So I don't. Um, I realized the perception I had was fed to me by my TV, by the news. Um, it's the same thing with this whole mass shooters are always white. No, uh, that's not actually true. Um, and a lot of apparently, there's a lot of manipulation that goes around uh, shootings as well. How it's framed. I mean, look at um, the uh, George Floyd thing. I initially, when I saw that, that's another mistake I made um, because I was just getting into just realizing again I was in another misinformation bubble. The whole George Floyd thing. When you see more of the tape, it it uh, puts in more context, and then you see, oh no, they weren't murdering someone on the floor. Um, this guy was panicking when he was in his car from the very beginning, <laughs> um, and saying the same thing: "I can't breathe." And um, was he also calling for his his mom? Uh, you know, tragic situation because it's someone dying, um, but it wasn't what it was. It seemed to be. Um, it was something that was uh, manipulated. These these networks, CNN, Fox News, uh, NBC, all these uh, quote unquote news organizations aren't news organizations. They're entertainment organizations. They are propaganda. They've literally there's literally has been uh, undercover footage of insiders in these networks calling it what it is and saying, yeah, I do propaganda for the, you know, the whatever network. Um, CNN, I believe they have maybe two of those. Um, I believe also NBC. But anyway, they have an agenda. They have an agenda to manipulate the audience towards a, a certain perspective. So um, 
using, you know, manipulating uh, footage, being deceptive and all that. Very much whatever they say uh, towards other organizations is what, it, what exactly what they're doing. This is called projection in psychology where um, you notice the things that bother you. Okay, this is one example. So the things that bother you about other people may be what actually is bothering you about yourself, but you don't confront it with yourself, you only confront it with other people. This is projection. So uh, when NBC or CNN calls other things um, uh, false narratives or uh, conspiracies, that that is that could be seen as projection. That could be seen as projection because they literally promote conspiracies and misinformation. Um, and, and this is not new. Uh, in various forms in the United States, at least. I'm sure other countries. Um, but as far as I know, they have promoted propaganda and entertainment for a very long time. There are old Looney Tunes uh, cartoons where they are uh, painting war in a specific light as a good thing and uh, other countries as evil. Uh, and this is Looney Tunes. Uh, I grew up with Looney Tunes. I didn't see these old uh, war cartoons until, you know, recently. Um, but yeah, so that's something they did. They did use, they do use cartoons and they use um, talk shows, uh, fake news uh, organizations to promote this this whole picture of propaganda. So their new angle, and uh, you can see this on the Project Veritas um, thing that I shared back a while ago, um, that their new thing that they're going to be going for is climate change. They're going to be scaring people about climate change after COVID. So that's their new um, quote-unquote gangbuster ratings uh, angle. And, and what they're using, uh, they're using race as an angle. They're using uh, the new term equity. You're hearing equity a lot more. Um, and, and and that structural racism, climate justice. So you're, you're, so you're hearing equity and justice um, being used as tools for more, honestly, racism or classism. So the problem may be more classism than it is racism. So it's the idea so this is the way I see it and define it, is the idea that there's a small group of people who know best for humanity and whatever they say and lie and cheat, whatever they do, uh, whatever methods they use to manipulate the, uh, the herd, as, uh, as we're being referred to a lot in uh, animal terms, um, whatever they say and do is appropriate because they know better for us no matter how many lives um, that they, that uh, get lost in the transfer of power from the, uh, the us from the ma mindless masses to them is a is a good thing. So it's seen it's seen that way. It's been that way probably for a very very long time. So um, Nazis get referred to a lot um, in this situation, and that and that uh, I've gone over in the show at least once or twice. Um, that idea, that whole Nazi supremacy thing, um, is actually comes from the U.S. It comes from uh, a group of eugenicists, um, uh, and so Nazis took their ideas from these the U.S. from the U.S. eugenicist group, which um, still that that group of people they were never um, you know <laughs> they never they were never sentenced to any crimes or anything like that, and uh, Nazi scientists and um, 
a lot of Nazis in general were brought to the U.S. and put in places of power. Um, they were put in, in Walt Disney, in Walt Disney World, which is another crazy fun fact um, that some Nazi scientist was uh, in Disney. Um, so the so that never really got squashed. Is the, is the big issue. And so there's a group of people who believe they're genetically superior, and you're, you're going to start to um, hear the uh, pattern as I'm going through this uh, story, and I'm doing this on purpose so that you can understand my train of thought and you can understand the general uh, roots level um, issues that we have in society. It's not really racism. It's this whole superior genetics thing that has been pushed for a lot of a long time, decades, decades and decades. So and you'll notice that this idea of superior genetics is still promoted today. A lot of people test their genetics because they want to see what the um, inferiorities, the genetic inferiorities that they have, um, which is, uh, I want to say like 90% the raw the the most ineffective thing you can do is um see what you're genetically predisposed to as opposed to um you know what can you do now then and um what it, from an epigenetic perspective so what environmental factors um are triggering your genetic susceptibilities and how can you change this now much better strategy this is where natural health comes in and why it's it's you know really blowing up over the last decade or so um, just every year exponential growth in in this field and that's because people are realizing that it's not about genetics it was never it was never really about genetics um, uh, you know this is the eugenists uh, perspective they think by altering our genetics that'll make us superior by breeding out the uh, inferior genetics that will have a better uh, world basically so it's an insane idea and this is where um, Darwinism I believe um, he Darwin he was a eugenicist eugenicist as well um, and where he goes wrong so yes there's um, the the concept of evolution uh, makes sense. Things do adapt, but where it veers off is when it comes to uh, how it's applied to humanity. Um, so anyway, and then what do we have now? We have the world's largest experiment messing with DNA with this mRNA um, gene therapy uh, product, uh, which is <laughs> experimental. Um, so anyway, so who knows? By saying this, I probably am... Uh, not going to be able to put this on YouTube and Instagram, but uh, it'll be on my podcast uh, for the, you know, hopefully safe and sound for, for a while, forever. Um, so anyway, so, so this whole idea of equity ties into that uh, because they're literally, they're manipulating us into believing that they're somehow, these politicians are somehow on our side while also saying that we're inferior to them and 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 so they'll they'll get a bunch of different colored politicians so they'll get white black uh hispanic all to say to promote this idea that uh, that uh, they themselves are a victim if they're uh hispanic or black or asian um and they'll get the um promote the idea that the viewer or voter is also just inferior and um and so so 
uh, let me let me put it a different way. Uh, so they're saying roads are racist. They're saying COVID's racist. They're saying climate change is racist. Putting justice a lot into um, the conversation somehow. Um, but you you have to watch out for strangers who are positioning themselves right next to you immediately while simultaneously feeding into all of your insecurities. So that's basically what these people are doing. They're going on, on TV with their fancy suits and their nice dresses um, and nice jewelry, makeup and all that, looking really, really presentable, good diction. Um, they, they, they're eloquent when they speak uh, for the most part. And, um, and then they're saying, to you, the viewer, if you're if you're a uh, quote unquote minority, which is another another tool, manipulative linguistic tool. Anyway, they're saying to you that you are not smart enough. You are disadvantaged because of the way you were born. They're saying that um, uh, you need help. <laughs> you need you need help. You need us to hold other people down uh, and promote you in whatever thing you're, you're trying to do um, because you're incapable. So this is feeding in to a lot of insecurities of the every the everyday average person. So um, so yeah, so that's that's basically what they're doing. I mean, wouldn't it be weird if someone that you just met um, positioned themselves right next to you and then started con just saying, Hey, you know, you're not that's you're not you're not as smart as uh, as uh, white people. Uh, you're not as smart as Asians. Uh, you know, they're, they're doing a lot of that, um, basically pitting us against um, each other and dividing us up into a bunch of groups. And so and trying to make us um, other ourselves, other everybody else. Everyone is different than me. Um, nonsense. Anyway. Uh, and they're saying, hey, you know what? You should go, you know what? Just go to bed. You know, you, you don't have, uh, you know, society is racist. Everyone uh, hates you because of the color of your skin. You know what? Just go go to bed and, uh, and, and uh, you know, allow me to, I don't know, uh, give me your money and I'm going to go shopping for you and, and help you out. Uh, that would be weird, right? I mean, that's basically what a lot of these people, these politicians are doing. They're saying that um, because of the way the way you were born, the way you live, the color of your skin, whatever, um, that you need them to take other people's money, uh, give them to you, and they also are also simultaneously taking your money as well. And they're going to pay for your food, your rent, um, and and whatever else, you know, take your guns away because that's basically, you know, it's funny. I used to think that was a, a, a uh, not a very good talking point. Oh, taking guns. Oh, big deal. But over the last year, let's be honest, um, the government's done an awful job. They are lying to every, everybody a lot. They're, they're basically criminals and they want to take your protection away. Uh, so not a good recipe. And I think um, someone pointed out, Two, that other countries, when they took guns away, bad things happened to the citizens. Uh, now, there are millions of guns uh, across America in citizens' hands, and that is basically to protect us, and, and you know, now I, now I understand that. But anyway, um, the, where was I? I think I got off on a tangent. So, anyway, these politicians are creepy. Uh, they're not our friends, uh, uh, Democrat or Republican. They're not our friends. Basically, they make a living um, 
lying to you and being and doing criminal things and basically shuffling money around uh, in ways that that uh, take advantage of loopholes that they create so that they become millionaires. I mean, we're we're talking about government employees having mansions. Let's 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 focus on the real problems. The real problems are we have a ton of money in this country. Uh, the government is awful at their job uh, on purpose. Uh, giving them more power makes no sense. Uh, and I, and I, I didn't get that when I was, I was younger, I, I'll be honest. Um, I, I simultaneously thought the government was useless, um, not trustworthy, and also, I thought they should, they could also fix the problem at the same time. Didn't realize how contradictory that was. But anyway, um, yeah, they don't need more authority over us. They need less. If anything needs more stricter rules, which, you know, they're trying to impose on us and our communities and, um, you know, the way we do business, the way we um, build houses and all that. They're trying to impose more and more rules the way we protect ourselves with uh, guns and whatever. Um, they're trying to... I was distracted by my my dog whining over there. Uh, anyway, so, um, so we don't need more of them. They need more regulations on... We need more regulations on government because look what they did the last year. They used the CDC, the Center for Disease Control who have been failing for decades to control disease um, and, the, and the National Institute of Health and the World Health Organization, disease increases every every year. I mean, do, are we not paying attention to that? I mean, I had, I, I was, I had two diseases. Uh, I had one disease basically when I was eight. Uh, why is that? If the Center for Disease Control gets billions of dollars, they spend all this money, we have a trillion dollar healthcare industry, we have all these corporations, um, that are, you know, regulated by the government. Uh, why is health failing then? Well, gee, maybe it's because it's regulated by the government. Uh, I would, uh, I'm now under the impression that I think the government should get out of healthcare entirely and see what the, um, what the people do without regulations, without the government literally promoting uh, the idea, literally promoting disease. Let's face it, the Center for Disease Control and National Institute of Health that have been failing on purpose. They get billions of dollars. What do they spend all their time and money on? They spend it on pharmaceuticals, which don't solve the problem. They perpetuate and elongate our lives, uh, diseased lives, basically. So, uh, and honestly, and they make us all drug addicts. They, may, I, How many times have I been prescribed drugs from a young age? quite a few times uh, because of symptoms, never actually solving the problems, never actually teaching doctors that uh, natural health, it, you know, when to refer out to natural health. Um, natural health is basically, um, you know, on the fringe, which is, you know, last time I checked, people are part of nature. Uh, we're human. We are life forms. Uh, so does it really make sense to rely on chemicals to run our bodies um, no, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. So, um, anyway, uh, this, let me get back on topic, long tangents. So you can see video of Biden. We've, uh, you've probably already seen this Biden saying the biggest problem is white supremacy. That if you added any color, you would know that that was really racist. And another, another interesting thing is he was vice president for the first black president. So, if it's so impossible, if there's so many issues with 
um, having with with structural racism, then how did that happen? Um, how are there so many uh, you know billionaire black business people and Asian business people? How are so many Asian? Yeah, how are so many Asian people um, who are you know well, yeah yeah they're coming from China? Apparently, yeah, you know, another new story for another day. But basically, Chinese. Um, rich, crazy, crazy, rich Asians are buying up a lot of property. And, and there, you know, that happened also, uh, I want to say like five, 10 years ago where a lot of middle, middle Eastern rich people were buying up uh, property as well and businesses and all those things. Um, so where was I? So it is, it's really, they're presenting a false d uh, dichotomy, a illusion of choice where it's uh, Republican or Democrat. And I've never liked that idea. And I've voted third party, uh, before, yeah, at least a few times before, um, because of the idea. We go back and forth with these two parties who are corrupt beyond belief, um, and that goes for, uh, you know, I was just mentioning Obama, one of the most corrupt people ever. Um, he did so many things that were, that should be illegal, but they're not, because when the people who make the rules break the law, they just change the law or they use some loophole. Um, these are once again, criminals who, who knows what they're, what they've done, uh, because they have all the connections. Um, and, and they want to criminalize you for the color of your skin. If you're white uh, right now, that's what, who they want, who, who they want to, uh, criminalize, um, before, you know, before we had a big issue with, um, with Muslim, uh, hate crime and, and talking about, uh, you know, uh, radical Islam as a, as an issue, uh, which, yeah, okay. I, I get that, but how come the, the same rule doesn't apply to, to white people anymore? You know, it's, again, it's a classism thing. They're basically dividing us up, um, it, over long periods of time, so decades, they're dividing us up into groups. Um, I mentioned minorities, like that term minorities. Think about what that does to you if you're a minority, if you would be called a minority because of your skin color. Um, it automatically puts you into a inferior position. So why are we using that term? And and it, it it's because we're meant to be manipulated and, and uh, ostracized from the rest of society. So anyway, I want to be positive, uh, and I always like to end positively. Uh, so uh, what I'll do, I was thinking about reading a verse from a translation of the Tao Te Ching, but I think I'll end it, I'll probably introduce that on another episode. So what I want to say is that equity, oh, crit you know what, I didn't even bring up critical race theory. So um, last thing, critical race theory, that's being fought by everybody because it's so glaringly obvious that people who are asleep wake up and say wait what <laughs> we're supposed to teach kids that um because of the color of your skin you're racist or because of the color of your skin you're inferior to your classmates that's literally why is that suddenly being brought up at the same time as the world's biggest pandemic right isn't that weird timing um it turns out it's part of a playbook that um uh, this one guy who I like his his content. He's called the anomaly. Has brought up apparently it's in a playbook for Marxism is to divide is to divide up the the country so that they'll um, accept they'll accept more rules. Um, take guns away from people so they'll won't be able to fight back. Um, um, 
what else? But anyway, critical race theory. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know anyone who who's really likes that idea, but I do know people who think that um, there are structural racism. Um, there's structural racism, and I think it's more. It's less about structural racism. It's more about structural classism, and I think that's more of the thing because honestly, um, you know. If you're poor, you're 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 being treated differently. Um, sure, I mean that that's kind of obvious. And also, depending on the way you vote, um, they're going to they we're basically allowing these two parties to divide us up and distribute and put us up against each other um, in whatever way they can benefit from. While at the same time, they're trying to say that they they're helping us. So. Um, Anyway, so positive, what's the positive in this? Positive in this is that so many people are recognizing it, the, the tools and manipulative tactics. Um, equity is not equality, you know, and notice that, that's a different word. Uh, equity does not mean equality, it means the opposite. It means that they're going to um, really control and puppeteer you as much as possible. I mean, again, look at the other thing, the passports that are coming up. What does that do? That It's just like the Patriot Act. It opens a door that can't easily be closed. These people are spying on absolutely everything, um, and they have the tools to manipulate everything. Um, uh, and then the passport does the same thing. It just this shuts you off. It shuts, it can shut you off. Anyway. Uh, there's an awesome, last thing, there's an awesome Joe Rogan experience uh, episode, 1671, where he's actually going in-depth with YouTube censorship and the whole censorship thing when you bring up ivermectin, uh, hydroxychloroquine, and the effective, proven effective treatments that are working all around the world, um, which the thing that they never bring up in that episode, it's a long one, it's like three hours, is that... They know there's effective treatments, but they're also not saying that that makes this uh, experimental gene therapy illegal. It, it's been illegal from the beginning. It's gene therapy, one. Um, it's, it's, uh, there's effective treatments already, um, and now they're actually allowing people a little bit to talk about it. But that means that this was illegal to begin with. We've had these drugs for 60 plus years. They, they have been able to be used effectively for COVID. And, um, and yeah, so this thing was never, never meant to happen in the first place. We have kids with inflamed hearts, which is now uh, being warned about. But anyway, so where was I? The myocarditis in young kids and possibly a lot of older people as well because people were ignoring um, the symptoms that came after the second dose. Literally, the, the, the common phrase was, oh, the first dose was fine and the second dose was a, a really knocked me, knocked me down, really put me down for a while. Well, how many of those people actually had myocarditis? Are any of them taking tests to determine whether they have some metrics or some data points that show that there was a uh, heart inflammation? Not, uh, probably a lot less. So um, most definitely a lot less. Anyway, so um, last thing I wanted to bring up was the um, we got critical race theory. Oh, what was it? Uh, we got critical race theory. We have the experiment on everybody that was unnecessary because there's treatments. Uh, the self-censorship, so many people are not speaking out. And even though a, a ton of people are speaking out. Um, but I believe the, I still believe we're going to get out of this 
eventually and they won't win, their plan won't work. And by they, I mean the eugenicists, the classism, the elitism, uh, these people who are who believe they know best for us. Uh, we have so many things happening right now. It's hard for me to, to go on a tangent or not to go on a tangent. So we have the um, election thing. Oh, that's what I wanted to say. So we have four four years uh, during the Trump administration, which again, I don't think he's innocent. I already had um, an episode that showed uh, someone else's journalism, basically, that showed that Trump got, uh, was a million over a million dollars from Pfizer um, in 2016, as pretty much as soon as he was um, uh, president, as soon as he was like, won the election. Um, so for four years, all these networks were saying how the election's rigged, we have Russian interference, we have um, uh, foreign interference, the, you know, the machines, they even complained about the Smartmatic machines being rigged, all these things for four years. But then suddenly, white supremacy, racism, is the biggest issue and if you're a trump voter or if you think the election was rigged you're automatically a racist or a white supremacist or a trump voter uh very interesting about face right what happened to rigged elections for four plus years or for four years at least um uh, you know it, it's it's glaringly obvious if people want to wake up it's there and um then yeah. So what happens to foreign interference? Oh, wh wh why don't we do uh, forensic audits? Nope, that's uh, that's crazy talk. Even shows, um, even comedy shows. They're not really comedy shows. Like I said, Looney Tunes was doing propaganda. Daily Show does propaganda just as well. Um, just not as funny as Looney Tunes nowadays with that uh, awful host Trevor Noah awful person and he, he was like immediately racist towards um, south africans white south africans uh on his show and that's why i stopped watching it was very uh disturbing to watch someone out of his basically not not even self-conscious whatsoever about being tr mistreating a guest on his show because of the color of his skin and where he's from um so yeah so anyway the, uh, the the forensic audits coming up, the results. We also have the cyber symposium from Mike Lindell. This, I don't have it on the show notes, so I apologize. It's off the top of my head. Um, and that's going to be in August. There was a... You know, and then that's the other thing. Like They're, they're calling... They're, they're using all these buzzwords at the same time. Nope. If you say uh, there's... For, if you say there's foreign interference in the 2020 election, you're racist. Um, if you say... Um, anything that goes against Anthony Fauci, um, even reading his emails, then you're anti-science uh, and you're racist, you're a conspiracy theory, you're theorist, you're QAnon, you're all these, they're, they're really panicking and they're using every word linguistic tool in the book. Um, and uh, equity is just another part of that. It's just racism. It's just Marxism, a part of a step of Marxism, uh, which one of these days, maybe I'll read that book, but I spend a lot of my time working on psychology and health. So uh, I don't, uh, I'm not going to be, I'm, I'm going to be behind on those topics, but, um, but here's, you know, my, my perspective, I, I generally can, I, I'm pretty good at predicting things and, you know, just to pat myself on the back, um, because I called a lot of this for a very long time, even when I was young, I, I, like I said, um, like, why are we so dumb, basically? Why are we so ignorant when it comes to the human body? It doesn't really make sense. Um, so, you know, I called, I called that for a while. Um, I even 
you know, you know, you got, we got to learn to trust our instincts, basically. So I'm, I'm trying to trust my instincts more, learning how to trust my instincts, put that out there, and so that other people can uh, hashtag be brave and um, and talk to their family as much as possible. I've tried to talk to my family, um, and they literally shut down. Um, they it does not compute uh, with the, with their brains, and um, and they have no idea what to say because of uh, the programming that they've gone through. But that's fine. Uh, go, go out there, speak up. Um, you know, the tide has been turning for quite some time. Uh, who knows what's going to happen in August? Some people predict in November that we're going to have the uh, dreaded Delta wave and um, and they'll try their usual sh- shenanigans with lockdowns that didn't work the first time, second time, or third time. Um, and and we'll see how the public reacts because I believe we're at the we're at the precipice, if I'm using that word right, uh, for change. And the more they fight it, and the more they try to manipulate us, the easier it is to see the uh, these people for what they are. I mean, really, climate justice? What? Now you're just putting any word combined with justice and calling everything racist. Um, you know, it's insane. Uh, what's next? Uh, you know, TV justice, um, <laughs> I guess, uh, and animal, animal justice. I don't know. Is there animal racism now? I don't know. Um, but anyway, so I think that was positive. That that's uh, and then, then I'll end on the Tao Te Ching just because there's 81 verses and you take, take your time with this. I'll be, Try hopefully remembering to do this on every podcast. So first verse translation by Dr. David, no, sorry, Dr. Wayne W. Dyer, getting into his material. Awesome, awesome guy. Um, So first verse, the Tao that can be told is not the eternal Tao. The name that can be named is not the eternal name. The the Tao is both named and nameless, as nameless as, as nameless, it is the origin of all things. As named, it is the mother of 10,000 things. Ever desireless, one can see the mystery. Ever desiring, one sees only the manifestations, and the mystery itself is the doorway to all understanding. And that's why you take your time reading the Tao Te Ching. It's a lot to chew on. Um, anyway, then there's an essay afterwards, but basically the summary two things for, for me to tell you about the Tao, or the first verse, is from what I've learned. The 10,000 things is basically the representation in the Tao teaching of the world, the known uh, physical world. So uh, pretty heavy stuff. And then the other thing, uh, I have the benefit of uh, one sentence summary of that verse is basically, judge less and listen more. So living, this is living in the mystery. This is about um, understanding. So Anyway, I uh, hope you enjoyed uh, this episode. Uh, thanks again for all the listens, and, um, and I'll see you in the next episode. Take care. Be brave. Not just hashtag, hashtag brave, but be brave. Oh, right, right, right. Show notes. Show notes are down below. You can help yourself from everything, from free, free help. Um, asking me questions, uh, going, even if I, if you feel like I'm not the right practitioner for you, or you want someone local, you can go to the integrativehealthpractitioner.org practitioner page directory and see if there's someone next to you, um, who's trained in IHP and integrative health from 
that's perspective. Uh, there are assessments, there are courses. So that would be like mid-range uh, help, I guess, uh, where you spend uh, anywhere from 300 to $400, and then I will support you if you use my affiliate link and, um, and send me the email order number so that I make sure everything tracked. I'll help you that way. So that's free additional help on top of the paid course. Um, there is the one-on-one -on -one coaching. So I will be your coach if we are a good fit for each other. There's an application process. Um, and there's, uh, like I mentioned, free online help. So feel free to ask me any questions. I uh, believe in giving the answers to everybody. Uh, but talking to people, I realized that I have to talk to you from where you are. So um, I'm going to make sure to be very foundational level, uh, be giving very foundational level answers and, and so that you can be led to the next step in your answer because a lot of things take a lot of explaining as you've probably guessed if you've listened to this podcast. So free online help, free generalized help, you know, there's recommended books, go through my podcast. Um, if you want to purchase Equal Life products, there's always promotions, like every week there's a promotion. Um, I don't know, to, I think this week is still the mushroom immune boosting supplement for free if you uh, order $150. If you do, through my link and you get that free uh, promotional thing, um, it, you know, if supplies last, um, just email me again the the receipt so that I make sure that it's everything's tracking. Um, the affiliate links are because I believe in the products. I use the products in my practice and I use it for myself and my family. Uh, one correction in my show notes I just noticed is my at uh, Instagram handle was incorrectly spelled. I don't know how for how long, so I've corrected that. Uh, it's health coach, not heel coach. Um, so pretty close. And uh, yeah, follow me on social medias um, if you if you dare, I guess. Okay, so take care. See you next week on a health-based podcast where I will be going over my hormone test. Um, I guess that's the last announcement. My hormone test. So I had low testosterone, low DHEA, um, low. I had a slow thyroid, and all those things have changed. Find out how and how they've changed and how I did it. Um, and and yeah yeah so uh pretty excited about that to have the before and after labs and um and yeah so take care i'll see you on the next episode